Good morning, everyone, and welcome to Overeaters Anonymous, a Vision for You Big Book Study. My name is Penny C., and I am a recovered compulsive overeater from the Boston area. Today is Friday, August 14th, and this is a 7 a.m. Eastern Time meeting. Today we are reading from the Big Book, and we are on the we're in the chapter, the Doctor's Opinion. We're on page Roman numeral 29, which is X. X-I-X, and we're reading just one paragraph, that's the first one, that starts with, on the other hand. Today's readers and other team members are Diane H. for the 12 Steps, Joanne L. for the 12 Traditions, the readers of the text are Irene B., Susan H., and Barbara P., the newcomer greeter will be Jason K, and our host for the second hour is Russ M. The reference number for yesterday, which was Thursday, August 13th, the 7 a.m. Eastern Time Meeting, 15,151. That's 15151. And the 10 a.m. Eastern Time Meeting, 15,015, excuse me, 15,152. That's 15152. The OA Preamble. Overeaters Anonymous is a fellowship of individuals who through shared experience, strength, and hope are recovering from compulsive overeating. There are no fees or dues for members. We are self-supporting through our own contributions, neither soliciting nor accepting outside donations. OA is not affiliated with any public or private organization, political movement, ideology, or religious doctrine. We take no position on outside issues. Our primary purpose is to abstain from compulsive eating and compulsive food behaviors and to carry the message of recovery through the 12 steps of OA to those who still suffer. Our sole purpose is this. OA's fifth tradition states, each group has but one primary purpose, to carry its message to the compulsive overeater who still suffers. At a Vision for You Big Book Study, our message is that people who suffer from compulsive overeating can recover through abstinence and the practice of the 12 steps and 12 traditions of OA. I will now ask Diane H. to read the steps for us. Good morning, Penny. Good morning. Good morning. This is Diana H., um, compulsive eater from Round Rock, Texas. The 12 steps of Overeaters Anonymous. One, we admitted we were powerless over food, that our lives had become unmanageable. Two, came to believe that a power greater than ourselves could restore us to sanity. Three, made a decision to turn our will and our lives over to the care of God as we understood him. Four, made a searching and fearless moral inventory of ourselves. Five, admitted to God, to ourselves, and to another human being the exact nature of our wrongs. Six, were entirely ready to have God remove all these defects of character. Seven, humbly asked him to remove our shortcomings. Eight, made a list of all persons we had harmed and became willing to make amends to them all. 
9. Made direct amends to such people wherever possible, except when to do so would injure them or others. 10. Continued to take personal inventory and when we were wrong, promptly admitted it. 11. Sought through prayer and meditation to improve our conscious contact with God as we understood him, praying only for knowledge of his will for us and the power to carry that out. And 12. Having had a spiritual awakening as a result of these steps, we tried to carry this message to compulsive eaters and to practice these principles in all our affairs. Thanks for letting me read. Pass. Thank you very much, Diane H. And now, Joanne L. is here to read the 12 Traditions. Hi, good morning. This is Joanne L. from Rhode Island. The 12 Traditions of Overeaters Anonymous. One, our common welfare should come first. Personal recovery depends on OA unity. Two, for our group purpose, there is but one ultimate authority, a loving God as he may express himself in our group conscience. Our leaders are but trusted servants. They do not govern. Three, the only requirement for OA membership is a desire to stop eating compulsively. Four, each group should be autonomous except in matters affecting other groups or OA as a whole. Five, each group has but one primary purpose, to carry its message to the compulsive overeater who still suffers. Six, an OA group ought never endorse, finance, or lend the OA name to any related facility or outside enterprise. Least problems of money, property, and prestige divert us from our primary purpose. Seven, every OA group ought to be fully self-supporting, declining outside contributions. Eight, Overeaters Anonymous should remain forever non-professional, but our service centers may employ special workers. Nine, OA as such ought never be organized, but we may create service boards or committees directly responsible to those they serve. Ten, Overeaters Anonymous has no opinion on outside issues. Hence, the OA name ought never be drawn into public controversy. Eleven, our public relations policy is based on attraction rather than promotion. We need always maintain personal anonymity at the level of press, radio, films, television, and other public media of communication. In 12, anonymity is the spiritual foundation of all these traditions, ever reminding us to place principles before personalities. Thank you. I pass. Thank you, Joanne. I appreciate that. Now, here's how our meeting works. Our meeting focuses on the directions for recovery described in the big book of Alcoholics Anonymous. We read a paragraph or two from the literature, then stop and share on what was read. Anyone can share, but we ask that you keep your sharing to the topic and literature we are discussing and that you keep your share to approximately three minutes. Singleness of purpose reminds us to identify as compulsive overeaters only. Our abstinence requirement for moderators is one year and for readers is six months. There is no abstinence requirement for sharing on topic. This meeting does request 
that your sharing be directed directly linked to what was read. We are sharing what the directions in the big book mean to us. So to share, you would press star one to unmute. Then once you are done sharing, let us know by saying pass. Then press star one to mute your phone. In order to have a quiet meeting, everyone's phone except the speakers should be muted. Today we resume our study of the big book on page Roman numeral 29, that's XXIX, and we're reading just one paragraph, that's the first paragraph on that page that begins with, uh, on the other hand. And our first reader today is Irene B. Good morning, Irene. Good morning, Penny. This is Irene B. On the other hand... And strange as this may seem to those who do not understand, once a psychic change has occurred, the very same person who seemed doomed, who had so many problems, he despaired of ever solving them, suddenly finds himself easily able to control his desire for alcohol. The only effort necessary being that required to follow a few simple rules. Okay, the spiritual experience following a few simple rules. This, um, this program is a lifesaver. We all know it or have heard of it. I had heard of it. I knew that the only solution for me had to be a 12-step program in what than OA, Overeaters Anonymous. The psychic experience, boy, when I came into the rooms in August of 2017, that's the first time I came into OA. Um, I knew that it was the solution, that the steps were the solution. I didn't know how, but I knew that this program worked for alcoholics. And if it worked for them, why wouldn't it work for us, I thought? Why wouldn't it work for me? I was out of options, and I had no idea why this works, and it's all about the spiritual experience, and and when I heard that, it's like, okay, that makes sense that that it would be something different, because I had had a lot of therapy, and, you know, it helped me with a lot of areas in my life that I needed help, but it didn't cure me. It didn't relieve me of this obsession by any stretch of the imagination. It just didn't. I needed a power greater than me. I didn't know that. But the founders of this book knew that. And they took the time to teach it to us. And we're so privileged that we get to walk their walk. And we get to talk their talk. And by doing so, we inch our way closer and closer to God. And the solution for me personally is like, I don't do this program perfectly, but what this program has taught me is to have a relationship with my higher power. And that is my salvation. I don't know how he relieved me of the obsession that wouldn't leave me for 40 years. I have no idea how that works. I wish I could understand it so I could bottle it and just, just, I don't know. It's, it is mystic. I don't know how it works, but it does. Because if it worked for somebody like me, 
a hopeless, hopeless bulimic that all I knew was I want to eat. I've got to eat. Every unstructured moment of my life, my life centered around this this isolation, this so I could binge and purge. It's like that was hell. And this program has freed me from that hell. And it's not the steps. It's I mean, the steps are the process, but it's not like, it's all about that relationship with higher power that gives you the power that that give that gave me the power that I didn't have. And I just pray that you all get the power because it is possible. And if it worked for me, by God, it can work for anyone. And with that, I pass. Y'all have a very blessed day. Can Penny C, press star one. Okay, thank you very much, Irene B. And now we're going to open the floor for people who would like to share on this paragraph. But before I take some names, I just want to remind everyone that we're asking that if you shared in the last two days, that means Wednesday or Thursday, that you just hold back and let um, other people have uh, a chance. Um, we value everybody's uh, opinion, but um, we have we have most of the days over 400 people on this line. Okay, so with that, um, let me tell you that I will do my very best to hear your names. Who would like to share on this? Penny. Penny E. Anita. Was it? Yes. Okay. Anita L. Anita L. Right. Janet. Well, Janet. Sam S. Amy G. Janet B. Last initial for Janet. B, like big book. Oh, very good. Janet B. Cindy C. Cindy C. Amy All right, who was that last person? That'll be... Amy G. Oh, I thought I already had you, Amy. Okay, I do. All right, so here's the lineup. Penny E, Anita L, Sam S, Amy G, Janet B, and Cindy C. Oh, great lineup. Good morning, Penny E. Penny E, we can't hear you. Okay, one more time. Penny E. Okay, well, let's go to Anita L., and we'll come back to Penny. Good morning, Anita. Good morning, Penny. Hi, this is Anita L. from outside of Philadelphia. Uh, The reason why I wanted to share today is because this psychic change uh, has happened to me just yesterday uh dealing not with the food dealing with something else and you know i have been that doomed person so many times i have been doomed however 
like what the uh, the reader shared. She knew that OA is the answer. And once coming into the 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 rooms and hearing other people share their story, which is my story, and seeing, you know, their eyes, the glow, and hearing that they are getting well. Why are they any different from me? And so I stayed, and I have worked the steps many times. And this last time, I I did um, all 12 steps again in April, and I did them quickly, and um, I don't know. Maybe this was just my time, but I was, and I was willing to listen to my sponsor. Not at first. I fought it still. And then, you know, she suggested doing a daily 10 step with somebody. And I did it for two months. And maybe it was for that reason that I said to her, you know, I think I want to do more meditation. And so now I'm doing, uh, tomorrow will be two weeks, twice a day, daily meditation. I did it right before I came on the line. And I do it with a partner. I do it with somebody who lives in New York. I'm in Philadelphia. So we do it over the phone. And we can have a connection. It's beautiful. So working the steps, you know, it says all that's required is to follow a few simple rules. And I have to put that effort in. It is an effort. And I take a hell of a lot of time out every day to do 12-step work. And miracles are happening in my life. I had a spiritual experience yesterday. It, it was amazing to me. It was just amazing, guys. And if this can happen to me, it can happen to you too. That So I want to just give hope, and that's my message today. Thank you. I pass. Thanks, Anita L. And now is Penny E. back with us? I am. Thank you okay. so much, Penny. Technical difficulties. Good morning, everybody. My name is Penny E. I'm a recovered compulsive overreader from South Jersey. Let me take. Okay, so uh, let's see. On the other hand, as strange as it may seem to those who do not understand, and I always heard this wonderful uh, description of people who understand and don't understand, and let's see if I can get it right. Uh, for people who understand, no explanation is necessary. And for people who don't understand, no explanation is possible. So I stopped trying to uh, explain it to people. It just doesn't make any sense. It says, once a psychic change has occurred, that very same person who seemed doomed um, suddenly finds himself easily able to control his desire for alcohol. So psychic change, we hear it over and over and over and over again. How can I get it? I want it. I need it now, 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 now. And um, and what is it? And I always look it up because it's always hard to grab onto that, that uh, definition of that. But it's a, a change to the reaction to life. It's I, I think differently. I speak differently. I differently. 
um, I am different, especially when it comes to food. I mean, in every area, but I don't look at food as a friend or a companion or son or anything else. I eat three times a day because my body needs it. So uh, that's good. And then it says the only effort, how do we get it? How do we get it? The only effort necessary that is required is to follow a few simple rules, simple but not easy. And, of course, these are the steps and uh, to live the steps. And I always like to say the traditions also. I mean, it's so important that the steps, you know, are so we can get along with ourselves and the traditions are so that we can get along with other people. And that's really the root of my problem, getting along with other people. So anyway, love you all. Thanks for letting me share. Thank you, Penny E. And next on the list here is Sam S. Good morning, Sam. Good morning, Penny. Thank you for your service. Hi, family. This is Sam S. I'm a recovered compulsive overeater from Bristol, Rhode Island. I love this paragraph because, you know, that um, the paragraph before, the well-known stages of a spree, I didn't know about the stages of a spree. <laughs> I just know that everything sucks. And here, you know, on the other hand, after the psychic change, I still have the same, you know, it's just so many problems I despair of ever solving. I still have so many situations that, like, I can't control around me. My life is not unicorns and rainbows by any means. Most of the problems that I, you know, or I'd say growth opportunities that I had a month ago, they're still here. But... The, the amazing miracle here, which is only an act of divine intervention in me, is that by working these steps, when something happens, when a problem occurs or a reoccurring situation happens, my mind doesn't go to what is in the cupboard, what's in the fridge, what's in the pantry. What, that's a, a freaking miracle, and it's not something that I think about. You know, I don't think about um, shoveling food in it doesn't occur to me, you know, most of the time if I am off kilter, maybe I'll forget to pray first and I go, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God, this is happening. Although I guess that is a prayer, (laughs) but I just, it's amazing that after working the steps and I, and I don't, I don't have an explanation on why if someone said to me, I don't understand how the steps correlate to changing your entire life and not making you look to food. I have no answer, but I know that it works. And because it works, I keep doing the daily disciplines. I keep leaning into my higher power and I just, you know, I sponsor, I, I, I read, I study, I implement as best as I can. And then I say, you know what, God, I did my part. You got to take care of me, bud. You need to take care of the rest. And it's just, it is a miracle that when the things in life that used to debilitate me happen, I don't even think about the food of my alcohol or my alcoholic behaviors. And that is a miracle. So if anybody's sitting today and maybe they think that that is impossible, nothing is impossible for these steps or for um, our creator, our higher power. Nothing is impossible. It will happen if we do the work and we keep doing it one day at a time. And so with that, I pass and I thank you all. Thank you, CMS. Now, Amy G., you're up. Amy G. Good morning. Yeah, there you thanks, are. Penny. Good, 
Thank you. Good morning. My name is Amy G. I'm a recovered compulsive reader from Maryland. Thank you so much for your service, everyone. Thank you for an awesome meeting. So here we are in the doctor's opinion, and you know we hear over and over again in these rooms that lack of power is our dilemma. And boy, has the doctor's opinion, the doctor been telling us for the last couple of paragraphs that I'm pretty much doomed here. Because of this physical allergy and this mental obsession, for me, human experience, human intelligence, and willpower is not sufficient for me to recover. I mean, those were the only tools in my arsenal, y'all, was to use my willpower. And to even, even understanding what the doctor is saying here was not enough to, to, to recover. I mean, I spent years in OA trying to do it my way and based on what I knew, what I experienced. And that was not sufficient for me to recover. And this continues to nail home for me that without a power greater than myself, without this psychic change, without being connected to this power, that I was going to continue to binge and purge. That was going to be my way of handling life, chasing that sense of ease and comfort, creating that physical allergy in my body, which created the phenomenon of craving. And no matter what my experience and no matter what my willpower repeatedly over and over and over again, I was going to repeat the insanity of sticking my binge foods on my, in my mouth. And then we get to this paragraph that says, on the other hand, the age of miracles is still with us. And many of us on the line and those who have shared this morning can say that the age of miracles is with us as long as we are willing to make the effort to do the work, to take the leap of faith, to do these steps to put the food down, to work these steps. And it, it, the psychic change to me is being restored to sanity. You know, it says the control, the desire for alcohol. I do not desire my binge foods today because through the process of working the 12 steps and connecting to this higher power, I've been restored to sanity. My desire to handle life via my binge foods is no longer. My desire to handle life now is via my connection to my higher power and the 12 steps. I have had a personality change sufficient to bring about recovery, to bring about sanity. Does that mean that I still don't have problems, that life doesn't hit hard? But now I don't chase it trying to escape life. I may want to, I may feel like it, but because I've been restored to sanity, I know now what works in my life. I know what the true hole in my soul is that I was trying to fill with a knife and a fork. It is God. It is my higher power. That's where I choose and I desire to go. I don't always do it perfectly, but I am grateful that I have been transformed. Miracles abound, folks. It's here. It's in these rooms. It's in this 12 steps. And with that, I'll pass. Thank you, Amy G. Janet B. Good morning, Janet B. Hi, this is Janet B. Recovered from compulsive eating and bulimia in New Jersey. Um, so seven years after my first meeting, I still hadn't gotten ever 30 days of abstinence. I'd had like 50 sponsors, and I was sitting there, just like they talk about, doomed and despairing. Um, and I went to a meeting, and right before that meeting, I was shoving bagel chips down my throat behind a locked bathroom door. 
Um, but I went to that meeting, and that was the night that my, la- my life changed. And I took two actions at that meeting. The first thing I did is I took a sponsor who got me to commit that I would never lie. So I made a commitment to rigorous honesty, and I made a commitment to go to any lengths. Um, and that meant I was going to do whatever I was told. And then I left the meeting and I said a prayer. And I said, God, I'm willing to admit that I've, I said, God, I've always had these fixed ideas of what you were like and how to worship you. And I'm willing to admit it's all wrong and to start over and let you show me what you're like and how to worship you. And the best way I could describe it was like a hand reached into my soul and yanked out the obsession. And I look back and I say, okay, what was different that night? And it was really um, a combination of willingness, faith, and surrender. Without really knowing it, I'd done the first three steps all at once, willing to go to any length, belief that God could help me, and a surrender to God as I realized I did not really understand him, but to whoever he was. And I think what that does is like when I did that surrender, it gave God permission to like send in his team of angels with their little hard hats and tool belts to do a renovation work on my soul. And that's what a psychic change is. It's a renovation of our souls so that my desires become more like God's desires. So I become more loving and more unselfish. And so for me, what it required was just a willingness to go to any lengths, especially to be honest no matter what the cost, and to just surrender to God as I understood him, trusting that whatever his will for me was, would work. Um, this, I was 23 years old at the time, and this Monday I'm taking my daughter off to college, and in between it has been a binge-free, awesome, beyond my wildest dreams life. And God rocks, and with that I pass. Thank you, Janet B. And next we have Cindy C. Good morning, Cindy. Good morning. This is Cindy C. in New York. Um, So, you know, it says that we get to live two lives in one. And so when I feel my old self coming through, I know that there's a problem with my spiritual life. And you know, it's all about the spiritual life for me because if that's not on track, everything else goes, you know, emotions, physical, it all goes. But first comes spiritual, and this program is where I learned how to have a spiritual life and how important it really is. Uh, Somebody else mentioned earlier about how important it is to practice these principles in all our affairs, also practice our spiritual life, whatever that might be, whether it's an action plan or it's meditation or it's both or it's reading or it's sharing with another uh, overeater. So, um, you know, the beautiful thing is that once having had the psychic change, when I notice myself slipping, I say to myself, oh, no, 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 we're not having that because I don't like that other person. And that other person had to overeat because of feelings. And, you know, with the right higher power in my life and practicing correctly and working the program and doing service and doing inventories 
working with sponsees, all of that stuff is so important to just my spiritual life. And um, where would I be without this? So, you know, being able to have two lives in one life and being able to start over has just been a great gift. And for that, I am grateful. Thank you. Thank you, Cindy C. Okay, so I'm going to take some more names of people who would like to share. But before I do that, let me remind everyone that we are on page 29, Roman numeral 29, which is XXIX in the doctor's opinion. And we read just the first paragraph, which begins with, on the other hand. And another reminder that um, we'd like anyone who shared in the last two days to um, just hold back a little and allow other voices to be heard. Okay, who would like to share? Susan H. Sheila S. Okay, I have Susan and Sheila. Was someone after Sheila? Virginia N. Virginia N. Dion R. Ginger C. Leah M. Ginger and, and Leah. Okay. That's a good, good, another good lineup in Leah. All right. Here's the lineup that I have. I have, I have Susan H., Sheila F., Virginia N., Dion Ginger C and Layer M. Good morning, Susan H. Good morning, Penny. This is Susan H. Did you call on me? I was unmuting. I called you. Okay, <laughs> I'm here. What really jumps out at me is um, that he suddenly finds himself easily able to control his, uh, I, I can't see it now, but his desire for alcohol. And uh, lack of power is my dilemma. Access to power, my higher power, and my daily reprieve is a gift that I'm given every day in return for following a few simple rules. Um, If I think that I have uh, <clears throat> arrived, I, I know I haven't, but that's what's wonderful about my program. That's what's wonderful about this journey. I, I have received access to a higher power that I never admitted to, and I never trusted in any way, shape, or form. But I find my life has changed in so many wonderful ways. Um, every day, I, I give thanks for access to power, access to my higher power, and for that daily reprieve. So I do look at how I can um, maintain my spiritual fitness every day. And I ask throughout the day, as, as we're directed to. Um, I can't imagine going back to my old life but I know that my disease is right there waiting for me. Um, so, 
I'm giving for every day. I am just required to follow it. I think if they're okay, I ask for my higher power's direction every day. And miraculously, I did it. So, um, yeah, I, I, I'm grateful for where I am. I'm grateful for where I've been. It brought me to where I am. And uh, I think I'm all done rambling, so I pass. Thank you, Susan H. And the next I have, is it Sheila F. as in Frank? Hi, this is Sheila S. as in Sam. Okay, thank you. Go ahead. Thank you. And thank you for your service today. And uh, I'm Sheila S. I am a recovered compulsive overeater in upstate New York. And, um, you know, really want to first and foremost express my gratitude to everybody who is on this line and shares uh, on all the meetings during the week. Um, I listen in so much. And uh, it's, it's, um, it is nothing short of miraculous because I can, at this point, be relating to this psychic change, I guess is what we're going to call it. Um, I've had a couple conversations over the past week with, with um, fellows in the program about how miraculous it is, and it is very difficult to explain. I, I heard somebody say that in an earlier share, um, and I really liked it, that if people get it, you don't really have to explain it. And if... Um, if they don't know what you're talking about, <laughs> all the best explanation in the world just can't seem to articulate it. Although I hear some people articulate it pretty well who have been um, recovered for a long time. It, 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 it does resound with me. But mostly it, it feels like a gift um, for sure. It's not really anything I can explain except to say that uh, it's, it was a result of me being exhausted and ready to listen and ready to follow the steps and do the steps and to listen to my sponsor and um, truly commit myself to trying uh, what worked and has worked for other people. Um, But that was a gift too. So getting to that point was also a gift. Um, I tried before several years ago and um, I hear so many of the same things I heard then, but they mean something completely different to me now. I mean, I do believe one of the biggest um, differences for me was that um, I put the food down and worked the steps. Um, last time I came in, that isn't how that went. I was working the steps hoping that I could put the food down soon. And um, so, you know, that, that truly uh, was was part of the difference, I'm sure, as well. But mostly today, I just wanted to say thank you. Um, that's, that's really where I want to leave it, just thanking everybody who takes the time to call in, to listen, and to share their experience, strength, and hope. It's something that I rely on every single day, and I pass. Thank you so much, Sheila S. And next, we have Virginia N. Um, hi, I'm Virginia N. from Southwest Virginia, and like the previous caller, I would like to thank everyone that's on this line. This meeting really makes a difference to my program. Um, I, I've been in program a very long time and never had any long-term abstinence, and thank goodness for my higher power, I could keep sticking it out. And finally, when I was 
able and willing to uh, follow a few simple simple rules, I got it. And um, I realized that I was never willing to to do everything that my sponsor asked me. And so I never got everything. And finally, finally, I surrendered. And by following these few simple rules, I had this amazing psychic change. And most days, I have no desire for extra food or certain foods. And the days that some little feeling might come up, I know how I have the the skills and the tools now to address it. Um, a few weeks ago in my little uh, 12-step um, meeting here, I was asked to do a 10-step workshop. And I know it's because I am sounding different in those meetings now. But the funny thing was, was there was someone really questioning how I was doing it and why I was doing it. And I finally just had to say, you know, I, I don't question it. I follow, I follow what the big book tells me. I follow exactly how my sponsor shared with me to do a 10 step and why I should do it. And I don't question, I don't question anymore. And I think that's why I finally have gotten it. And I finally got this psychic change. I was, truly surrendering, and and I truly believe in this program now. So there's no buts in my life when it comes to this program, and I think for me that's why it works. Thanks. I'll pass. Any star one? Penny C, do we got you back? Yeah, uh, there's some some little little person muting me and unmuting me. <laughs> Can you hear me now? Loud and clear, yeah, ma'am. Okay, so um, I'm looking for Dion. Is Dion hi, there? Good oh, good. Yes. Yes. Hi and good morning, Penny and everyone on the line. This is Dion R from Ohio. And very grateful to be here alive and on the meeting, fighting early this morning. <laughs> and uh, I, I did owe to everybody saying, um, being grateful for everyone on the line, sharing experience, strength, and hope, uh, what they get from these paragraphs or their experience in the program. But what came out to me today was this once that psychic change has occurred, you know, at the very same purpose. So back up a little bit. I don't know if it's just me. Let me see. Hold up. Let me get out. I think I'm on speaker. I'm here. Dion? I think we lost her. One more. Let's give just a few more seconds. Let's go to uh, uh, Ginger C, and we'll come back to Dion. Hello? Yes? I'm so sorry I got disconnected. I'm sorry oh. I turned it up. I'm so sorry, guys. Kept hearing the echo, and then it went out. You're a angel. All right. I'm sorry. I'm good. I don't know. My time is running. The paragraph before, guys, talked about the food hell, 
And with the food hell, um, which reminds me of all those uh, things that happens when we are in uh, our disease, and it says this is what happens usually when the uh, when we look for that sense of ease and comfort. And but it says on the other hand, once the psychic change has occurred, that very same person like me who had so many problems like me <laughs> and never thought I could solve them like me suddenly finds herself able to control the desire for food only effort necessary as I work the 12 steps. It has made a wonderful difference in my life. And I am so grateful. If there's nothing else I could say, I want to say that once the psychic change came, I mean, it came after several spiritual experiences for me. And, uh, and with that, I can go through anything. I can walk through hell if I need to. But today, uh, I will do my best to carry the message, and the message I have is don't give up and keep coming back. And with that, I'll pass since I lost some time. <laughs> you guys take care. Thank you, Dion. And now, uh, Ginger C. Good morning, Penny. Thank you so much for your service this morning. I am Ginger C., Recovered Compulsive Overeater. And I'm just focusing on psychic change, you know, and of course, the most important psychic change was thank you, God, that I no longer see food as any type of solution to life and life's problems. No matter what's happening around me, the food is not coming in my mouth. And that's this grace of God. And it was also from every beautiful bite because I finally got convinced in a way that I needed to. A lot of times I think I came in those 20 years of relapse and a lot of pain. I didn't like it. I didn't like the weight. But was I willing and ready to go to any lengths to follow a few simple rules? Absolutely not. I just wanted to feel better on my terms and in my way. And the most important way is I still wanted to have my cake and eat it too in OA. So when you're done and you're convinced and you're beaten, you finally step aside so this power can step in. But you finally give up in a way and you finally, most importantly, Say goodbye to the food in a way that was never done before. It's having a funeral with your friend because if that allergy component slips in, you're going to slip out. So I'm so grateful, though. This psychic change is profound. Again, it's most important, and the beginning is to get out of the food so I can start connecting to the power. But, you know, for me as a seven on the Enneagram, man, I love excitement. I love energy. I have FOMO, fear of missing out. And I have this psychic change today where I am coming not only home to God, but I'm coming home to Ginger. And I get to just be. I don't have to do everything and be everywhere. I just show up. God, where, do, where are you going to take me today? What a fun ride. I'm, I'm, shot, I'm shotgun and I'm ready to go. And that's amazing. You know, I do still like to generate a little bit. So we do have this amazing 12th tradition workshop on relationships coming up in October. If you want information, please reach out to me. Jenny's completing the flyer now. It's going to be phenomenal. Because uh, like someone just said, my life is about you and how to be in relationship with you. Not take a hostage, but just walk by your side and meet you where you are. And so I'll just end because I cannot wait to hear from Leah. Um, but one of the gifts of recovery, and again, we leave the outcomes to God because it's none of my business what's happening, but our son is sober and clean in AA going to meetings. And my husband and I have been in the rooms for many, many moons. And a lot of my friends that held him as a baby are now holding him in recovery. And it's like, wow, no greater joy. Who would have known? 
So thank God today we get to wash, rinse, and repeat. And do not give this gift away. If you've been given it, you follow these few simple rules because others are counting on you. And with that, I pass. Thank you, Ginger C. And next is Leah M. Good morning, Leah. Good morning, Penny. Thanks for your service. Um, I don't know about you, but I never wanted to be a compulsive overeater. <laughs> and uh, this may surprise you, but my life goal was not to be on the line every morning. You know, uh, I had other thoughts for my life, let's say. You know, this disease grabbed me by the roots of the hair at a very, very young age uh, and dragged me around. Um, against all odds, I was supposed to self-destruct. I had no tools for living. I had no ability to cope with life. I had a rough time, and food seemed to be the glue that was holding me together. And for a long time, it seemed to work until I was crushed by this disease. You know, we read in the forward to the first edition that we have recovered from a seemingly hopeless state of mind and body. I never thought that there could be another way for me to live. Um, I've been abstinent and trudging this road of recovery since January 19, 1987, and that means a couple of things to me. Number one, that I haven't needed to take that first compulsive overeating bite because this program, these steps, this these, this uh, way of living has um, given me the spiritual work to make those changes in, within myself and to develop that relationship with God um, and change these attitudes, ideas, and emotions so it's no longer necessary for me to look for some substance in a, in a bakery box and a cellophane bag to feel comfortable. The second thing is that it means to me is that this program works. You know, we're, there's, there's no, uh, you know, special uh, appointed people here. There's no end to God's grace. Um, I was crushed by this illness, and that forced me to submit to the entire 12-step process. It meant, you know, following directions. It meant finishing my men's. It means living daily in a consistent practice of inventory, of prayer and meditation, of practicing the principles, of giving service. It's a 12-step way of life. It's a relationship with God. It has you know, transform me. I have been reborn, um, you know, just like our text talks about. You know, if you come here restless, irritable, and discontent, if you came here like me, filled with guilt and shame and remorse, if you came here as a selfish, self-centered, self-seeking, frightened, inconsiderate human being, and if you've gone from that condition of the mind to the condition described as we know so well in the promises, then surely you've undergone this psychic change this personality change you've undergone a spiritual awakening and you know and it works and it has restored me to sanity and given me a way of life i never dreamed possible and uh i wish it for everyone and with that i pass thanks thank you layer m and so now we have time for about one more person uh who would like to take that spot Loretta H. Okay, it's yours, Loretta. Go ahead. 
Thank you, Penny, and thank you, everybody who's on the line. This is Loretta H., compulsive overeater anorexic, graced with God's abstinence for today. I hear a little background noise. I don't know if it's me. I don't think so. Okay, and I am recovered for today. Um, And the design for living, the magnificent grace, all of that happens when God comes into your life and you work this program. And yesterday I had a spiritual experience with a butt call. And I it happened to my with my sponsor. And then I realized I had some eleven step stuff that I keep repeating in an eleven step. And so God it was God because I needed to talk to her and digest it. And so I, she said she could talk to me at 5 o'clock. And so I said, yes, ma'am. And it relieved the condition for now. And I'm just so grateful for the program because all the stuff that has happened to me, I call God sighting. And if I work this program, I have a God sighting in every single part of my life. If I live in the present and my directive is God, and I don't use, which I haven't with God's grace for 19 plus years, I get to experience this joyous, happy, and free life. And so I'm so grateful to my sponsor, to all of you who have shared, and the people that are working this with me, because they're the ones who also sometimes I need to say yes, ma'am, too. So with that, I pass, and thank you, everybody, for your service, and please be safe today. Loretta H. Thank you, Loretta H. And actually, um, we do have time for one more person who would take about two minutes. Is there anyone who wants that spot? Hi, Penny. This is Joanne. I'll share. Linda. Okay, two minutes. All right, Joanne. Okay, sure. Um, this is Joanne L. from Rhode Island, and um, I've had that psychic change, and the change, though, wasn't with my food. Unfortunately, I, I was very blessed, you know, with the alcohol, the cigarettes, and the drugs. Um, I had that psychic change 26 and a half years ago, and then I, I did get recovered at one time in OA, and then I decided to live on my own will. So I decided to speak today because I have not spoken on this line for ages, and I am reaching out for help because it is time now for me, um, you know, to go through this again and get recovered with my food. This is ridiculous. I've been struggling for years and years and years, and that's all I want to say. Thanks, Penny. I pass. Penny, press star one to unmute your phone. About my asking. Can can I be heard now? Yes, you're being heard. All right, thank you. So I want to thank everyone who shared this morning and everyone who who read uh, or um, 
is going to do some more service this morning. Please join us for a second unrecorded hour of study immediately following the closing. The share ID for today, which is Friday, August 14th, the 7 a.m. meeting, is 15,156, 15156. We will now close with the reading from the big book on page 164, followed by the serenity prayer. And I'm going to ask Susan H. to do that reading for us. Hi, this is Susan H., compulsive, recovered compulsive overeater in Ohio. Our book is meant to be suggestive only. We realize we know only a little. God will constantly disclose more to you and to us. Ask him in your morning meditation what you can do each day for the man who is still sick. The answers will come if your own house is in order. But obviously you cannot transmit something you haven't got. See to it that your relationship with him is right and great events will come to pass for you and countless others. This is the great fact for us. Abandon yourself to God as you understand God. Admit your faults to him and to your fellows. Clear away the wreckage of your past. Give freely of what you find and join us. We shall be with you in the fellowship of the Spirit, and you will surely meet some of us as you trudge the road of happy destiny. May God bless you and keep you until then.